0: We hear it every day, horror stories from LGBTQ plus people and other outliers and how they've been treated by families, by so-called friends, community. Their lives have been ruined. And the people, the churches who have done this, just explain it away, ignore it. Frustrating, infuriating. People are so easily ruining lives. In this episode, we talk about a mom who is so blinded that not only does she not see the damage she has done with her beliefs, she thinks we're the ones who ruined her relationship with her son. You need to hear this. Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay?
1: Well, hello and welcome to the Freed Harps podcast. You're smiling at me. I am smiling. Sometimes at That's a nice thing. I don't normally. Well, I, I don't normally see. I That's something horrible. At you, you smile at me all the time. Every time I, I, I look at, like I catch videos of myself that I didn't overtake in. My face is not smiling. I've, I've <laughs> trained it to not. But you smile all the time. So. You know, I'm happy. I just looked up and you're smiling right there. Yeah, so I love you. So anyway, welcome to the Freed Hearts Podcast. <laughs> My name is Robert Cottrell and I'm here with the smiling
0: Susan Cottrell. <laughs> Hi.
1: Hi. Uh, as always, let's get let's get uh, the stuff out of the way here. Share this podcast if you'd like. It really does help us. Again, in social mm-hmm. media, it really really does help get this podcast out there. Share it to people who you think would be encouraged or challenged or lifted up or whatever you'd like to do. Share this podcast on social media with your friends and family and support us if you can. We don't have uh, sponsors on this podcast. Every, we are a, a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Everything that we do is made possible through the kindness of people like you. It would help us a lot if you could support what we do. So that's you can do that right on the main podcast page or at freedhearts.org. And please do subscribe and follow us on your favorite podcast platform and connect with us we have lots of resources, including our upcoming 25-day wizarding adventure, Woo-hoo. Reclaim the Harry Potter you love. And you can read all about that. It's going to be just amazing. You're going to so not excited about only it. rediscover what you love about it, but you're going to find out all kinds of new things. And how so much of it relates to what we're even 25 years. That's, what, that's why it's 25 days, by the way, because it's been 25 years since the first book. And even 25 years later, it still relates to so much of what we're facing and going through right now. Uh, that starts, the Hogwarts school year starts September 1st. And registration is currently open for that. So you can see, you could read all about that at freedhearts.org. All right. So today, we're going to talk about when people don't even see the damage that they do or they ignore it or they're blind to it or they've been trained to be blind to it and we hear it we hear it every day we hear horror stories from lgbtq people and other outliers and families who support them about how they've been treated by families so-called friends by community by their churches their lives have been ruined And the people, the churches who have done this, just explain it away. They ignore it. And this gets, I get so frustrated and angry at this. And people are so easily saying things and doing things and holding beliefs. And this is true across the board right now with a lot of issues, but they're so easily ruining lives, but they're so blinded for a lot of reasons that not only do they not see it, they sometimes get it completely turned around. And we talk about how you either stand with the oppressed or the oppressor, and the oppressor doesn't get to pretend they're the victim, the oppressed in in here. And uh, they get it completely turned around, yeah?
0: Yeah, and I have an email I wanted to share with you that I got it the other day because you may have had the same experience, and I think it's important to unpack this. So this woman wrote me. And she said, I thought you should know your ministry has absolutely destroyed my relationship with my son. Well,
1: hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so before you read the whole thing, I need to tell you the background from which we share this, okay? Yeah. We get comments that say, your work is saving lives. Please keep yeah. doing what you're doing. We get that all the time. And they... If you're yeah. one of the ones that have written to us, that means more than you know. That really touches our our heart. We hear
0: our, you. We, yes.
1: We hear you. We hear you and we take that in. And that gives us strength and, and the affirmation that we need often. Yeah. You know, messages that say, you know, that you're free to saved my life, my family's life. And we, and again, we say that here not to defend ourselves against this other email that we're sharing today but because we want you to know that the truth is powerful and continuing to share the truth is powerful. We know that we're reaching people. So please don't worry about us. We know that we're reaching people. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this yeah. email from this woman though reflects the dilemma for people whose ability to reason through this and simply love their children even when they don't understand has been hijacked from them. Yes. That ability has been stolen from them. Yes, and along with that, their joy and their peace and lots of other things. Yeah, and it's so difficult. And their to child. Yeah, that's true. It's so difficult to think beyond the box that their worldview has directly put them in. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. want to read the rest of the email? Yeah. Here? So
0: here's the email. I thought you should know. Your ministry has destroyed my relationship with my son. Your podcast told him not to listen. To his inner voice.
1: By the way, I need to stop there. We
0: call that the Holy Spirit. never she said that. We no. actually say
1: just the opposite. But right. okay, go. On. Right.
0: You we call it the Holy Spirit, you call it homophobia. You teach them not to have anything to do with anyone who doesn't accept them. We had two months of directed conversation with this therapist. He never needed one before listening to your podcasts. Finally, the therapist asked the question: Do you think living gay, a gay lifestyle is a sin? Yes, I answered. Therefore, I am no longer a safe place, and my son will never speak to me again. Hope you are proud of destroying at least one family. Mm. I pray your ministry will fail miserably and never hurt another soul. Yes, Susan, there is a hell. No, Susan, God didn't murder his son. Jesus gave up his life willingly. I pray someday you repent and receive the forgiveness free to all. Jane, not her real name. Okay.
1: Wow. So. (laughs) That was tough to get. I mean, that was just tough to get, even though I you know i and i don't get my over the 13 or so years we've been doing this now my reaction to that not in any way dismissing the the how damaging her words were but i hurt for that because it's like wow yeah she's so lost and misunderstanding and has been so off the track that yeah. that's where she's at right now so yeah. i bet i bet you had an answer
0: yeah and it it's let me just say, we had several back and forth emails, where she told me the situation she's in. I talked about being willing to set aside her own understanding, and instead just to trust the Holy Spirit to lead both her and her son. But she said, "I'm not willing to set aside my faith. It's a gift from God." Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is that you got a hundred percent, everything a hundred percent correct, and God has no need to clarify anything for
1: you. You already. Got it. What an amazing place to be. Yes. And I'm being sarcastic here. It's like, wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, you get to the point where, yep, everything about God, I understand. Everything right. about God's truth, I understand. Everything about how God moves, I understand. I don't need to learn anything.
0: Don't need God's I don't, leading. I'm don't done, need the Spirit. I'm
1: done growing. There's no possible right. chance I could be wrong. And we've and, heard that, by the way, from a lot of different people. Yes. That, you know, when asked, well, could you be wrong about this? Nope.
0: Right. That's taught in the church. That's taught in the church. Yeah in this branch of the church. And so, you know, that's basically the belief here that they got everything 100% right and there's no need for the Spirit to clarify anything in any way. They don't even need to hear the Spirit. And if that were true, then there would be good, luscious fruit all around them. People wouldn't be leaving. People would be cutting a hole in the roof to get into those places Hmm. that are full of love and joy and healing, but they're not. Many are fighting to get out, but their parents make them go. Their parents cut them off, in essence, by the way they treat them.
1: I don't know that. I mean, I understand based on what this parent has been taught. But if you've created some sort of environment, and we talked about this last week a bit, but if you've created some sort of environment, if your belief system has people clamoring to get the hell out of your house... yes. You know, and to get out of your presence, that should be a red flag. And this, and that's not. Oh, that's just the gospel doing. It's no, 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 no. Right.
0: That is not the spirit. The spirit doesn't move like that. Right. I love that picture of you know people are at your house, they're leaving, and you don't know that there's a an aroma (laughs) in your house that you don't smell because you're used to it. Yeah. And they're like, oh my gosh, it just it smells awful in there it's like my
1: mom used to smoke a lot yeah and we would leave after i was in Dalton, left and came back you walk in the house it's like oh my goodness gracious and then yeah a- after she or actually she moved in with us for the last several months of her life and and taking care of the house that she was in it was in the walls and it was everywhere and she just didn't she couldn't smell, she it. Couldn't smell it. she couldn't smell it couldn't
0: smell yeah she was so used to it and that's that's what this judgment and condemnation is that you don't see it anymore but people are clamoring to get out instead of clamoring to get in. That needs to be a sign. Yeah. So, you know, now she's lost her son. And it's not Jesus doing this. And the, of course, the easiest thing to say is, well, he's feeling convicted. That's why he's leaving. No, you're convicting him. You're, you're condemning him. That's why he's leaving.
1: And that's uh, just as a reminder, that's the one group of people, only group of people that Jesus got angry at. Were the ones who were using their authority and parents have authority yep. using their authority to wrongly condemn other people.
0: Yeah, using using God's name mm-hmm.
1: to harm yeah. others. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: yeah. And now she's lost her son. But yeah. her son is alive and getting what he needs even though he no longer has his mother. Yeah. Right? Her son is now away from her because she was not safe for him. So yeah. and I haven't answered her yet and I I may After not. the
1: last email, the last encounter.
0: I didn't yeah. answer this last email because we've just we've had back and forths and and it there just doesn't seem to be an interest in hearing anything different.
1: Especially it's a little bit difficult. And we've talked about this with you out there, listener, that you know, beloved listener, that sounds so impersonal, uh-huh. beloved, that you know, don't waste your time debating with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. It can be toxic. And and with all that, you know, to to sit here and and do this podcast and know that you know, as we just shared recently on social media, you know, 110 countries, six thousand cities, over 100,000 downloads, you know, and to and to do the beloved adventure courses and things. Not that you don't take because you do this every day. You take personal time with so many emails every yes. day, but you yes. get to the point where it's like, well, I've already said the things I'm about to say to you. Yeah. And when you've listened to some things and miss even miss taken what we've said and twisted them back. I'm not sure there's an open door there yeah. for that. Yeah. So Anyway, Yeah.
0: here's what I want to say. I didn't destroy your relationship with your son. You did that. Your death grip on your belief system, so that even the voice of the Holy Spirit can't get a word in edgewise, did that because you're too frightened to let the Spirit show you anything outside what you already believe. So how will the... Ho- The Spirit, show us anything if we're certain that we have nothing to hear.
1: Mm, You
0: know, I didn't tell him not to listen to his inner voice. I told him to listen to his inner voice, which is what he's doing. But his true inner voice, not the one that's been conditioned inside him, is different from what she expected. She said, we call that the Holy Spirit. No, if it's the Holy Spirit, it will feel like love, even
1: when there's correction, it will feel like love. Mm. and that's, I, that's so important to remember. Yeah. We, we talked about this a lot, but you know, if there is correction leading from the Holy Spirit, even on difficult things or in things that are corrections like that, it'll feel like love. And you know, beloved, you know the difference. You know when someone is being that way and when they're not being that way.
0: Yeah. You know? So, and there, I like the phrase I heard. It was in regard to physical workouts, but it said, if there's a knife pain, back off. It's too much. It's your body telling you no this is not okay You're, we're going to be damaged if you continue and when you feel knife pain from someone's correction of you back off and and don't listen to it and god never uses knife pain to to correct the yeah. us who are willing to listen who want to hear that's and i know her son wants to hear that's why he's yeah. tried to maintain a relationship with her
1: and I think what that knife pain, I'm trying to think what that knife pain would feel like. And I think it would feel like something that makes you say, I suck. I'm, yeah. I am awful. Like, I am not, I'm not worthy. I'm an awful person. I am disgusting in this way. That's not God. Yeah,
0: God hates me. Yeah, there's I, there's nothing not, I can do about that. Right, right. So, that's knife pain, and it's not okay. Yeah. So, you know, and she may remember the story, if she's a biblical person, whatever, of King David when he was in big trouble for taking Bathsheba who was already married to another man and he said and and he got found out and he said to God please don't let the people take me don't let them get me i'll take your judgment over theirs any day because i know how people can be <laughs> now that's that's, that's wow. from david king david god is not scary in the way that people are scary god is awesome as in awe inspiring but not scary. Why would God scare us? What benefit would it be? I have little children. I had little children, they're grown up children now. Why would I scare them? You know, I might jump to get them from running in the street, but that's that's not this. Why would I scare them and and damage the relationship? God does not do that. And mm-hmm. so, you know, what would I scare them so they behave? Are you kidding me? How's that working for us? So, on a relationship with children who, who just are terrified to go against me, that's no relationship. But our th- misguided theology
1: has made God scary. Why does the church scare us?
0: Because it wants us in line.
1: It to control us. It wants so us under behave, their thumb. If right. we really and that's backfiring because that yeah you know, that's why there's so much going on in the church today, and so many people are leaving churches yeah. because of not these this patriarchal, non affirming on a lot of things you know non loving yeah not yeah non loving beliefs is that is that the church tried and succeeded for a long time at scaring us straight uh-huh. scaring right. us into submission right and folks i think are finding out as we are waking up and and things that we're are finding out that hey that's that's not working it's not really working it never yeah. did really work right you know it
0: just it gained compliance but it didn't engender life right God engenders life. The Spirit engenders life. If it's death, it's not from God. So you know, and we—I want to share. I wanted to share all this with you because I think many of you, I know many of you, have had conversations that didn't go anywhere good. Yeah,
1: I mean, and that's also just by the way, a little side note is why we did that episode on how to talk to the, how to talk so evangelical Christians will listen to help those conversations be more useful, be more productive. And we still get requests for that toolkit yeah. to help those conversations. And if you have not received that yet, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. But just email us at hello at freedhearts.org or podcast yeah. at freedhearts.org and ask for the toolkit on how to talk to evangelical Christians. So Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah but we're talking about this because I want you to know that these conversations don't work unless there's an opening. You cannot make a conversation like this happen and get any good result if the person is unwilling to hear because nothing you say will get in. I always think mm. of eating popcorn and you get down to the nubs, you know, and it's and there's some that are kind of half cracked and you kind of chew them and they're fun. <laughs> but but the kernels that have no opening, there's no way into those. You just throw mm. them away.
1: <laughs> and funny. yeah. And so I like your food analogies.
0: Yeah, Can yeah. Need, for oh, my pizza. I'm ready for lunch. I know. Yeah. Said,
1: <laughs> I'm hungry now. Uh-huh.
0: And also, also, it might be easy to imagine because you know we've heard this where you say, "Well, if I just had Robert Susan here, they could get <laughs> they could get this person, yeah. they could get through to them." But no, if there's not an opening, there's not an opening, and it could literally be Jesus, and they wouldn't hear.
1: Well, we give that analogy, that story every now and then, where it's it's like if it's like if, and this is probably true in this in this situation. But if this mom is in the room talking to her son, and Jesus actually showed up in the corner and said, "Hey, I you want me to talk to him for a while?" She goes, "Nope, I got this." You know, and that's what's going on. There, they, yeah, that's
0: right. Yeah, <laughs> and you know that that's the whole lesson of the religious leaders of Jesus' day. You know, we saw what Jesus thought of them. Matthew yeah. twenty three. so take heart and the therapist confirmed this yeah the therapist whom her son didn't need until he listened to my podcast no he didn't have any freedom of movement to go against you mom because he wanted to remain in the relationship with you he's done everything he could to do that and now finally because there's no opening with you he said no 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 more. This is not safe for me. Mm. So, you know, the therapist said, do you believe being gay is a sin? And you said yes. Then you're not a safe person for your son. That's exactly right. There was no opening. There's no opening with that.
1: And the fact that she doesn't understand why she would not be safe shows that there's no opening for her not to be able to even understand why she's not safe anymore.
0: Right. And I understand that you're afraid. I understand that you've been deeply conditioned to be afraid, and you're afraid that God is going to condemn you for going in any way against what you've been taught. And I appreciate Mm -hmm. that dilemma. And Mm -hmm. so I don't say this to belittle you mm-hmm. at all. I say it to say, that is not God scaring you. That yeah. is not God who wants you terrified and under control. It's the church teaching that's doing that.
1: Yeah, when I've talked to a dad or a parent about, it's kind of in this situation, you know, one of the last things that I'll try to talk about is I'll say, you know, I get it. I mean, I, I understand where you are, If you're, I encourage you if you're going to err, err on the side of love and acceptance and inclusion, and trust God with the rest. And the real question there is, do you trust God enough to do that? Are you willing to just love and let go and let God handle everything else, or do you feel like you need to intervene? Yeah. Do you trust God enough to let go? And also that you know, I mean, she's an adult; she can, she gets to make up her own mind. But if she loves and accepts her son now and trusts God with everything and decides in years down the road that she just can't do that, okay, that's her her choice. But the truth is, if she continues on the path that she's on now and decides years down the road that she was wrong about this, and now she wants a relationship with her son, beloved, the truth is that that may not be possible. Either He's unwilling or he's gone. Yeah, He just couldn't take it anymore. And so, yeah, we understand that. We, I understand. And the, the goal here is not to have all the answers for someone like this to have. The goal is just get on the journey. Just trust this mighty God you believe in, this awesome God you say you believe in. Trust God enough just to open your box just a little and let God handle it.
0: Consider the weight of saying, do you believe being gay is a sin? And you say yes, and then you're not a safe person. But if that makes no sense to you, then put it this way. What if the therapist had said, do you believe the devil is in your son because he's left-handed? And you said yes, then she'd say, then you're not safe for your son. Or do you believe your daughter is going to hell because of her red hair? And you said yes. Well, then you're not safe for your daughter. Do you understand that? This is that kind of thing.
1: That's so funny. But she would go, Well, of course not. But those two things were were old beliefs from the Bible, from the church, you know. Right. Yeah. Interpreted from that's right.
0: By religious leaders.
1: So she goes, Well, I don't understand. Perfect, great, great place to be. It's what you do next that's important. Right. There. It's like, so I don't understand. So I'm going to to not follow the spirit or I'm going to kind of take control of this and judge right. and condemn. And, and I don't and, understand,
0: so I'm going to shove in some answers right. that don't make sense so that I will not be yeah. in this uncomfortable place of not understanding. Okay, but then you've just rejected your child.
1: It's never the wrong choice to say, I don't understand. So, yeah, oh my gosh, I don't understand. I don't get any of this. So I'm just going to love and trust God with everything else. That's never the wrong answer.
0: That's right. That's right. Do you think people understood what Jesus was talking about? No, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. didn't. But they said, okay, I, I'm i getting right. a sense from you, I'm trusting you, and it it unfolded more and more.
1: Well, that's why Jesus said, you know, love God, love others, everything else will fall into place, and you know what, I'm going to teach you things as you go, what you think you know now, it's not right, I'm I'm going to share, I'm going to teach you things as we go on, I'm going to send the Spirit to lead you in all truth, for now, you know what, just love each other. Yeah. Love each other, love God. So and no, that's, that's def- what it means to follow Jesus, by the right. way.
0: And love doesn't mean drawing some line in the sand that your child has to cross yeah. over. No. So this is not I mean, this is not difficult
1: to understand, but yeah, you know
0: you, you know, if your blinders are up and then you can't see what's going on beside you. But if you're if you're stuck in this worldview where you can't hear what's going on around you, including who your son wants so much to you know, that your son really wants to connect with you. Mm-hmm. He really does. Just pause and say, God, help me understand. Help me understand what I don't understand.
1: Because sometimes people don't see the damage they do, you know.
0: And, and let me, <sighs> one more thing. You said, yeah. you know, if you go down this road of acceptance and later you change your mind and become not accepting, mm-hmm. you know, nobody can stop you. But if you reject now and later you change your mind, it may be too late. I've I've had people. Yeah quite a few write me and say my relationship is destroyed with my child i i didn't accept them i rejected them blah 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 i said some bad things and i've tried and tried to mend it and they have years no later, interest yeah. years later and they have no interest well yeah, yeah, yeah i understand that the damage is done
1: it's hard it's really hard to repair that it's really hard to to try to go back and repair that again
0: and there's yeah.
1: there's there's no I just, I mean, I know. Well, I do know because I've, I've been there, so I know what these. I know what these parents are going through. I know what they believe. I know what they've been taught, and I know it's it's difficult, which it shouldn't be difficult, but it is to just love and trust God with everything else. But Only because we've been conditioned, right? But it's badly. not really difficult. Just go. I say to so many, just stay on the journey. Just stay on the journey, even when it gets confusing, especially when it gets confusing and your head is spinning. Just stay on the journey. Yeah. You know, so everybody breathe. (laughs) So so. we wanted to share this with you today, uh, really to help us all remember what's going on out there, you know, what's going on out there and remind you that you're okay. You're all good. You are good. It's not you, beloved. It's not you.
0: You are good. Yeah. And
1: again, don't waste your time debating with people who are committed to misunderstanding you. You know, especially people who just don't believe there's any chance they could be wrong. And we've shared this before, and it's become I I need a t shirt that says, speak, share, sachet. So we say, (laughs) speak the truth. I mean, speak the truth, share a resource, and sachet away, you know, and let God take it. it from there. So you take care of yourself. Take care of those you love. Take care of yourself and take care of those who you care for under your care. You deserve it. You deserve it. You are beloved. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.
0: Would it be okay if I were to tell you that I am afraid someday? So I call you up and you call me down. Would it be okay?
1: You've been listening to the Freed Hearts Podcast. We have extensive resources and vibrant community for you at www.freedhearts.org. Just come say hello. And if you have questions or issues or comments about the podcast, things you'd like us to talk about, reach out to us at podcast at freedhearts.org. The music is provided by Hannah Cottrell, our daughter, the Grammy-nominated Saint Sinner. And you can find out more about her at heystsinner.org. Please share this, subscribe and follow on your favorite platform. And thanks for listening.